This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone. It is Tuesday night, right after The Bachelorette Hometowns. Uh, I'm your host, Blake Horseman. And tonight I'm here with my buddy, Eric Bradley, as usual, and a special guest. Uh, you guys may know her from Bachelor Season 23 or most recently Bachelor in Paradise Season 6. And she was a great friend of mine, one of my favorite people in Bachelor Nation, Katie Moe. Thanks for coming on, Katie. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. It's good to see you. I haven't seen you in forever. Like, gosh, I mean, I guess I just recently I was out in L.A. and I saw you, but that was the first time in like a year so. Yeah, it's just been so long and it feels like although time has been it's been very intense, time is also flying. It's it's weird. It's it is cool though that every time I talk to you, we can catch right back up. Absolutely. Catch yeah. up quick. I know I've been trying to come out to LA a couple times and then COVID kind of shuts you guys back down. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'll uh wait another month. So yeah. one of these days we'll see each other soon. Of yeah. course. I'm excited. Is, so, is 2021 going to be either of y'all's years? Because I haven't heard one person say that yet. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to stop saying <laughs> my New Year's post is going to be like, okay, hope 2021 is just better than 2020. I don't need it to be my year. I just want it to be better than 2020. 2021, I'm just going to say, thank you. We made it. <laughs> to be continued. Exactly. Like I'm We're done not. doing like, this is not, my year. Not, not. Yeah, I've been wrong every damn year, so I'm just not going to say that anymore. Oh, man. So you've been watching this whole season, you know, here and there. How do you think uh, Tasha's Tasha's been doing as a bachelorette? I think she's definitely held herself well. And um, this season has had dramatic moments, but it hasn't been a, a lot of the petty drama. I w- well, there has been some, of course, but I feel like we've definitely weeded out some drama that I've seen in previous years. And it's been kind of a nice refreshing season personally. Um, yeah, I think it's going really well. Yeah, I agree with you. I think there's been enough drama. Of course, there's always going to be petty drama. But I feel like that drama, for you, sometimes the drama will like, I don't know, over, you know, go over everything else in the romantic. And sometimes people only talk about drama. But I think there's enough of a connection that Tisha has with multiple men where actually this season seems super romantic compared to like the dramatic season of say you know pilot pete season like that just the drama overtook everything you know so i'm yeah. really liking this season so far it seems more traditional to me and i'm really enjoying it so traditional and like the tone is set with like more seriousness i would say mm-hmm. i think Very maybe because we have an older cast um that are maybe taking it more seriously or and also Tasha, um she she's taking this so seriously, which not to say that other bachelorettes weren't, but I think mixed with the older cast, it's giving, it's setting like a, a good tone. Yeah. Th- we, yeah sure. This is one of the deeper seasons. I think we've ever had a lot of these guys have been through hell and back and they're being super honest, super vulnerable, super open. Uh, so it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to watch. And it might be one of the best group of guys like mm-hmm. in bachelor history, just underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very and I quietly. Think- it's nice that I, I think producers are, I guess I'm, they're encouraging more vulnerable conversations mm-hmm. uh, rather than the 15 minute quick get in, get out mm-hmm. uh, that never allowed for vulnerable conversations. So maybe they've had enough more time. I'm hope, I hope they've all had a little bit more time. That's what mm-hmm. it seems like. It seems like it. We're getting down to the nitty gritty fast. If not. 
Amen. And we were mm-hmm. talking about that. Tasha's season hasn't been going on that long. You know what I mean? Because we we had Claire. So like they've gotten deep with Tasha so fast. It's pretty crazy to see. Yeah. 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 So let's hop into hometowns. This is always an interesting episode because a lot of people sometimes think these episodes are boring and I get that, but I enjoy them. I enjoy meeting people's family. I enjoy seeing how parents react because, you know, I remember my parents were like, this is so weird. Like you're bringing a girl home you've never met. And now you're telling her you're pretty much in love with her. Like, you know, they're like, it's just yeah. that generation. sometimes can be shocked by how this show works, you know? So, yeah. And I wrote something about that. Actually, I always take notes before I do oh, a podcast. like watching game film. I see you, Katie. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I really do that. And I never really look back at my notes. I, I hold them out here like <laughs> in case, but uh, I, I did say something about that. Parents are such a make or break too. And it can be so uncomfortable for them. Um, but, and we'll see with one of the parents that I talked about, it's just like, it's interesting because when you're bringing a girl home, I feel like your parents are typically more prepared for the situation they trust in your journey per se in the real world. So this is so skeptical. I feel like when the girl is, when the lead is walking in, if the parents are skeptical, you can almost like, it almost feeds into the, maybe the decision-making. Actually, exactly right. I couldn't agree more. Like, I think if the parents were sketch, you know, or skeptical, then she becomes skeptical. And then there's just like a breakdown of like trust and communication kind of. That's a good point. Yeah. So basically, this the episode starts out. We'll get into it. Episode starts out. uh, Harrison, Chris Harrison enters the room. And of course, we always, I keep, I don't, I mean, I kind of keep forgetting that the season is like COVID, you know, like they're literally, you know, stuck in that, that resort and everything. And so hometowns rolls around and they obviously can't leave. Uh, they're not going to go, you know, travel to each other's hometown. So Chris basically says, you know, we're going to bring your families in or at least, you know, people, you know, in, uh, and we're just going to create your hometown here in La Quinta, which the is pretty awesome. needs to work overtime. I know. And, and they've been <laughs> killing it. I'm not going to lie. These are, these are pretty amazing. Props. Yeah. Yeah. Huge prop, <laughs> prop department's been killing it. I'm not going to lie. Yes. I, I just imagine Chris Harrison out there, like taping things and like, you know, it was like all hands on deck for the carnival. Like yeah, I want to see Chris driving the taxi. That would have been fun. But uh, these dates were, were really great. Um, and it was kind of interesting how Chris kind of went around to each guy and kind of told them who was going to be there. Cause they didn't know, you know what I mean? Like they don't know who they're going to see. So it's kind of cool to see that. And, I talked about this a little bit, but for my hometowns, as soon as Jason walked in that door in the Bahamas with that rose on his chest, it was like, boom, okay, boys, you're not going to see each other until the rose ceremony. It could be two weeks. It could be 10 days. I think it ended up being 10 days. So it was literally like, go shower, and we're going to separate rooms instead of a suite. So I didn't, I didn't see anybody again until each rose ceremony, where this is a little different because they're all stuck in La Quinta. So I was kind of interested to see that dynamic. Um, so the guys sitting there knowing, you know, who was going to come for each person, not necessarily knowing what they were going to do. Um, but I thought that was kind of interesting because it's very different than, in, I mean, this whole season has been different, but it was very different than any other season. Yeah. A lot less seclusion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you I can't mean, be like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. I feel like seclusion. they probably know exactly how each date went. You know what I mean? Which is got to be really weird. Little windows. Yeah, seriously, yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of weird. Like, they, must, they must see and hear things. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, it's a very, very weird season. But first hometown, Brendan. Um, this was amazing hometown. Um, all, like I said, all of these are so creative in like every way. And um, I, their their connection is is... It's so hard for me because I feel like Tasha has connection with everybody. You know, like this is one of the first seasons where I'm like, damn, she might be feel in the feels for all four of these guys, you know? But for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree for different reasons. Um hers with Brendan is so different from the others, though. Yeah. 
I feel no, like. wait, what do you what do you mean like very like that kindergartenish like puppy love like very mm-hmm. innocent like not yeah. with like kind of easy little yeah. easier mm-hmm. relaxed i feel like yeah. it's very like relaxed um i feel like they're kind of already in a relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just gives me the vibe that they're nervous to meet the parents because they've already been doing this as opposed to how it, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like they're really in the show almost. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. It's that, uh, like a more relaxed, like this has already happened naturally, but no, they're still part of the show. So yeah. And it was super cute. His niece coming in, you know, and like, and she was she, awesome. Yeah. She runs in. <laughs> yeah. She runs in and hugs Tasha yeah. first. She was like, Tasha, you know, <laughs> didn't even hug Brandon. So I, I thought she crushed it. Like she seemed so, she didn't seem nervous. You know, she just was like living the dream, just playing, you know, carnival, carnival games and stuff. And I bet that really helped the tension of the date too and you know you have a little kid there that's entertaining and stuff i I turned to my mom and i was like obviously send the kid in yeah the kid i'm so harsh like i was like (laughs) send in the dancing lobsters you know like you break that (laughs) with a child it's so much better than being like hi for Mm -hmm. the parents when you're like oh now i at least by the time you get the niece on your side (laughs) you literally walk into the next situation knowing you can look at her if anything gets uncomfortable totally that's such a good point and she's going to ease the whole situation mm-hmm. kids are great they'll, they'll break down all the walls and yeah you're not nervous anymore you're like kind of watching them like play you know yeah so that was a really cute cute day date for sure mm-hmm. uh and then we go into um meeting his fam and i said this i was like you know after this this the conversations with his family there was no, we talked about it earlier. There was no skepticism there. They like loved Tasha, you know, they were like all for it. They were like, he seems super into you. You seem super into him. Like, let's do it. Go for it. And I was like, yeah. man, that was one of the smoothest hometowns I think I've seen. Yeah. And it was his brother, right? Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it was his brother. And like, I, I did like that. His brother made it very clear to Tasha. Hey, you know, Brendan's also been divorced. Mm-hmm. So he was like, hey, you know, I would have, I wouldn't have said a couple of years ago that this is a good idea, but now I'm saying that it's good. I liked that honesty because I also think it gave Tasha a little bit of reassurance that she probably needed, especially knowing that Brendan has had, um, has been married before and has had a divorce before and they're on the same page or they have something to relate with each other and wanting to know where his head's at. That's obviously like a sigh of relief to hear. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 100%. 100%. I bet it, I bet it felt really good. I think, I think that's actually a good way, but I think Tasha, like, or yeah, I think Brennan's family gave Tasha some almost like reassurance, you know, which I think had to feel really good for Tasha because even sometimes we always put ourselves in the contestants, but putting yourself in the leads position, it's like, do these guys really like me or are they just, well, you know, Instagram clout, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think the reassurance from Brennan's family really helped her. Yeah. And Brennan's super clear about what he wants with all of the aspects of life and he's just Mm -hmm. laying it out there for Tasha in a matter of fact way but also able to completely turn around and give her like the lovey-dovey side without talking about that you know that's the little like 
nuances in the relationship that's super fun and flirty, but then he can have the serious conversations without making it so deep that it hurts. (laughs) He's like, this is what I want. And now let's have some fun. It's really a dynamic, I think. Mm, Yeah. And you're right. They, they had a lot of like, I can't wait to be a dad. They had a lot of that in there. Tasha saying, I can't wait. You know, Brendan really wants to be a dad and I can't wait to see him as dad. He's going to make a great dad. You know, those kinds of things. So you're right. It was a lot of talk about the future with Brendan, maybe compared to a lot of these other hometowns. I think it's so important that they were both able to see each other as those roles in the future. Because if you're saying like, I want a family. I definitely want that. Like you're saying that for yourself. You're not saying like, oh, I see Brent. When she says, I see Brendan as a great dad. I can see him being a good dad. Like Mm -hmm. that is a whole different vibe than I'm ready for a family. Cause now you're talking about you. You're not necessarily talking about you with him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She's more talking about us is what she was doing through that date. Yeah. You're right. Telltale sign. I think she's, she's super into him. They had a cute little, you know, make out sesh afterwards and you know how much they care about each other. And (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I, t- Brendan right now and Tasha, there's no questions there. I don't think like, I don't think she's like, I don't know if he's into me and I don't think she's, he's like, I don't know if she's, you know, he's into me. So I just think, right. It's like, they know where they're at in their relationship. Um, right. and that bodes well for him. I think moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next up was Zach and this was probably my favorite date of the night. Uh, so creative. I mean, they had a little taxi, you know, it was pretty cute watching him teach her how to hail a cab too. Like that was pretty cute. Cause she was like all soft spoken. Like, hey, hey. Yeah, exactly. Like over here. And he was like, no, 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 you're a taxi. You know, you gotta be all loud. And, uh, which is exactly how you have to be in New York. I was literally like, not them like the Flintstones in the taxi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they went full Flintstone in the taxi. Yeah. Full Flintstone in the taxi. And they weren't going fast. They were like, yeah, we're going to with the Flintstone taxi. Was yeah. Crazy. And they, but yeah, he like took her on, you know, a little tour of the city and you know, they got some bagels. So like, I'm, yeah, from, New York I'm from New York. I'm from New York. So yeah, that's true. So like yeah. that, what he said is very true. He's like, I don't know if I could trust someone who has fruit in their bagels. That is such a New York thing. Like, and okay, I'm with him. Do you, can you trust both of you? Answer separately. Can you? Would you guys trust a girl that put blueberries in her bagel with her bagel? There's <laughs> cream cheese. There's cream cheese in there. Oh, that was what I was gonna say. I was like, if it's bagel, if it's cream cheese and blueberries, that's a little weird. That's a little weird. I'm not gonna lie. That's a lot of. That's a lot of. I don't know. Different flavors in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, it's it's to their own, but yeah, it's it's a little questionable. It's suspect. Side eyes, someone on a date. Yeah, it reminds me of Jason's hometown when he was like, "If you were to ranch, we're done with your yeah, wings." Right. He was like, "We're done if you were to ranch with your wings." Like, I feel like it was kind of like that. Yeah, he's just keeping it real. Yeah, exactly. Like it's blue cheese or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I loved. I really did like that day. I thought it was creative. Yeah, um, and the way. They had like the background of the city, like painted on whatever that was. Like that was incredible. The fountain, like art department is better better be making that cash money. (laughs) They're earning their paycheck. All that money, all the money they're not spending on traveling better go to them. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, but I I thought Zach crushed this day. He's he's smooth. He is like Mm -hmm. really smooth. You could he's a very confident man. Yeah. Um yeah like I think he just knows who he is, what he wants, like what he can offer, the mistakes he's made in the past and how you know who the man he is now. Like I just think that's he's very confident. I think Tasha gravitates towards that. Like I think she is super attracted to Zach and how he carries himself. Yes. All I feel like women love a man that's sure of himself, sure of what he wants and not and someone who has experience or has been through something something because then and come out of it on the other side and be able to be so sure now that's very attractive quality 
and um, moving in towards the night portion, that's when you you really start to see that with him, I think. Although I do have mm-hmm. to say, Oh, here we go. Yes, uh-oh. here we go. This is where I do find I it turned out wrong in my like I thought it was gonna be different, but his parents were so like almost standoffish a little bit at first and skeptical. I thought Taisha wasn't gonna bode well with it. Or mm-hmm. that's how it seemed on on TV. I was like, this for me could have done it for Zach because his parents maybe being a little closed off to, to me as a lead could be like, Oh, I personally want a warm and welcoming in law. So if I meet yeah. with people that don't seem as warm and welcoming, I don't know how to take it, even though they shouldn't necessarily be warm and welcoming to me because they know I'm a girl walking in with four other dudes. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's, there's like two sides to every coin. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like that would definitely that would definitely affect me as a, I think. Yeah. And his and his brother would kind of fire it off a little bit. I thought that was going to be like the most drama filled of the night, but then he's just like, eh. it just kind of smoothed out. And yeah, because you're right. Like the preview was like, oh, she, he's going to like, be like, you have four other boyfriends, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it was you didn't yeah. answer my question, yeah. but then yeah, I, mean, I yeah. thought that was going to be super drama, but then I think they did it. I think what worked in Zach's favor is mom went last. Mm-hmm. She's a cute, and, she's so yeah. adorable. So yeah, nice. He said, uh, his mom is a button. And I said, put Beatrice on a button. <laughs> put Beatrice on a button. She but was yeah. adorable. Her, his dad was adorable too. Like they're older and everything. Yeah. And he just, they just seem so like, I don't know, like wow, warm. They just seem warm, you know? And it was, it was, it was cool. His mom. I didn't think it seemed warm at first. Really? I, Not at first. I, yeah. I didn't think it seemed warm at first when I, I think they seemed, I mean, to be honest, all the parents were hesitant, but I think at first I felt that they, I was feeling the most judgment over the entirety of the situation from them, but they warmed up. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, they became very was able to break them, break the walls yeah. down. They became bit. very welcoming, actually, probably more by like seeing Zach so happy and smiling, and then when he said like he was open up to like the thought of kids and family, his own like. Like his mm-hmm. that his mom was just like, yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, she was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she said, um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember, so it's funny you say that because the way you the way you worded that, because that's exactly what my family said. They were like, we were planning on going in there like guns ablaze, being like, are you in it for my son? Like, you know, you have other boys, blah, blah, blah. you have other men are with you. But then they saw how I was with Becca and how into her I was. And then my mom was like, Whoa, hold on. Like my son actually has like real feelings for this woman, you know? So I think you're right. I think maybe they were a little cold at first, but they saw how happy Zach was, you know, how much he was smiling and stuff. And yeah. Um, yeah and I think maybe they were like, okay, like, maybe happy this is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They couldn't help it. Yeah. 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 You want your And son. it was, it was super cute seeing his dad at the end, just saying, I don't want to leave. I want to spend more time with you guys. Like <laughs> that was adorable. Cause Blake, yeah, like tell us how, how quick is that? Like I, I wouldn't know, but how quick <laughs> is it? It's uh, it's fast, um, especially because you walk in, you get maybe 15 minutes where you're sitting around all kind of chit-chatting and then it's like, boom, into individual ITMs, you know, and then it's like Tasha, my dad, Tasha, my mom, or, you know, Becca, my dad, Becca, my mom, uh, Becca, my sister, me, my sister. So it's like, boom, 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 boom. Um, you maybe get 10 to 15 minutes with each person and then you get another goodbye at the end and then that's it. So you don't like me at like, I didn't get to spend a lot of time with my family, which really, it was a bummer. Um, you don't get to spend much time with your fam. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was, they warmed up to her pretty quick. What was that? 
do people congregate um, in the back in the living room or is everyone off in their like in, in interviews? Exactly. So it was like Becca and my dad and they take my dad to an ITM oh, yeah. and then Becca and my uncle and they take my uncle to an ITM, you know? So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Debrief exam. Yeah, debrief. <laughs> so there's not a lot of time, uh, but they seem to really want to taste pretty quick. I liked his family. I liked that hometown a lot. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, so then right after Zach's hometown, uh, she went to Ivan, who I, I feel like me and Eric talked about the last podcast. I feel like he might be a bit of a sleeper. I think he kind of came on late, but they they've got a pretty good connection now at this point. Yeah, I agree. I think mm-hmm. they have a lot of fun together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fun, but yeah. not deep. I don't think their connection. Uh, maybe it's deep or has been deep in other episodes. I think that this hometown was lighter for them. Mm-hmm. See, I for their relationship personally. I agree with you, but I don't think it's just this episode. Like, I think they're clearly super comfortable with each other. There is a connection, but I don't think it's like as strong as her and Zach or as strong as her and Brendan, but I think it's moving the fast. Like he was super far behind and now he's, he's like their connections catching up. So I think he's moving, he's getting faster where I think Brendan and Zach have kind of been there for a long time, but Ivan's kind of skyrocketing to the top. Um, and this home date showed it again, you know, another, another niece, you know, I was, I tagged my sister in my story. I was like, Tori, come on. I want to, I want to be a cool uncle. Like, come on, get pregnant. I want to be a cool uncle. Like it still looks so fun to hang out with your niece. You know, they're all hanging out with their nieces. Through all this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> super <sorry>. mad. <laughs> like Tori, come on, figure it out. Um, but yeah, so they cooked um with uh Ivan's niece on camera. And I didn't I couldn't tell if it was live or it was pre-recorded or whatever that was, but it was still super, super cute. Um she seemed adorable and the food looked pretty good. I was kind of impressed. You think it looked good? I couldn't tell what it was. I thought they were making fish and chips at first, and then I thought maybe it was a churro and then maybe a mozzarella stick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was like, it looks like a mozz stick. <laughs> and then my mom like said it egg roll. So I was like, which what do we have here? I need to get <laughs> Ivan's mouth at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, I would have eaten it, but it, it was All just the serious. Are good foods. I just yeah. want to know which of the foods they were. <laughs> did they ever say actually what it yeah, was? Yeah, they yeah they did in the. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was in the beginning. Did. It was a. Uh, it was his culture. Yeah, it was yeah. like his what his main dish of his culture. Yeah, so it was super cute. Um, I didn't listen. That's bad of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it was not cool <laughs> it, was, it was a cute date and they cooked together and she actually grabbed him at one point and was like oh my god like i really love this like this is a lot of fun like you said they have a lot of fun together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was pretty cool they have just, that just natural i i love that that they have that because playfulness playfulness you want mm-hmm. someone you can laugh with for the rest mm-hmm. of your life not just yeah. have deep combos every day yeah that would be that would be yeah. it so, yeah, it would be super. You're right; it'd be exhausting. Like, uh, Ivan seems super. Yeah, Ivan seems super comfortable with her too, and like, yeah, I don't, it just seems easy with those two. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so day portion day went great, um, and then they go into the night portion, and uh, Ivan's family was was awesome. So I don't know why they decided to keep uh, Ivan's brother kind of like off screen to surprise him, which was a cool moment. It was so cool to see how like I don't know, overwhelmed he was with emotions when his brother walked in. But I was like, why, did, why didn't they just like let him go at the beginning? That's how much they're searching for drama this season. Totally. Yeah, right? <laughs> Let's not have his brother there at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but it worked because I was, it was so cool to see Tasha see him first and then just like move Ivan's head. Like, that was so cool. She was just like moved his head and he was like, oh, and he just kind of broke down. Um, so that was pretty cool. And I, I really liked the conversation uh, that Tasha had with Ivan's dad where he asked a good question. He was like, you know, you're divorced. He was like, I am too. 
And he was like, what did you learn from your divorce? And I was like, Ooh, okay. That was a good one. I loved that question, Blake. I, I wrote that down immediately. I was, he, he was spot on. I know that some of the, he had the same skepticism as all the parents do, but he came in there with this, like, I felt like he was like the headmaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he, I think he's an intimidating guy. Like, yeah. He seems yes, super intimidating. I would be intimidated. Like yeah, the way he, yeah, you learn, I, I need to have a little conviction. Young is the word. I'm sitting over here like, mm -hmm. she's on the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, it felt that way. And she crushed it. Yeah. She yeah. answered, honestly. And he walked yeah. away very impressed by her. Yeah. yeah, which I think that was pretty cool. He didn't go in there completely being like, I don't know, why were you divorced? Or, you know, why are you dating all these? But it was like, she he gave her a chance to explain herself and to, to learn how she's grown. And I thought that was pretty cool of her dad. She didn't, he didn't go in there guns a blazing. He wanted to listen and, and you know, and obviously walked away being like, damn, Tasha's an impressive woman, you know? So that's cool. Which is so nice. And he, he had gone through it too, which is how he could relate. Yeah. Um, you know what I did love too? Gosh, Ivan's whole family, very good with their words. Yes. Because Ivan's brother said, hmm, loyalty. It's funny yep. that loyalty is an action word. And I was like, <laughs> somebody put him in the New York Times. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what I have written in my notes is, is Ivan's brother word. really was like pushing loyalty tonight. Yeah. That yeah. was very interesting to me. I loved yeah. it. And he seemed to, he seemed to be a guy that would be hard to impress her mm -hmm. brother and he still even walked away impressed with her um, yeah so i feel like cool he's a guy typically super unfazed by people mm -hmm. maybe, even, maybe even like kind of skeptical of most mm -hmm. um, jaded maybe a little bit yeah that's what it's yeah like. and the way he pushed loyalty as an action word i was like that's a very strong way to get a point across yeah yeah yeah. That hit and I, me. I was like i might use that later thank you yeah, and even <laughs> even ivan's ivan's mom she used the word like several times how uh, skeptical she was mm -hmm. of the whole situation and then at the end of the uh, at the end of their one-on-one -on -one time she said we'll open her with, or we'll welcome her with open arms yeah. so that that meant a lot yeah all these families are great the trust that they have in ivan is so great like they all were so great the individuals in ivan's family i was very impressed because mm -hmm. his, his own is such his own person his brother came with something completely different the mom was coming with a totally different energy but yeah. all of them were equally yeah. accepting mm -hmm. yeah they all came together as a family because and especially because they they trust ivan and they care about yeah. ivan so much yeah so much mm -hmm. it says something about like how his parents like raised the two of them like they're very they're mm -hmm. great guys so yeah, and I love that Tasha knows how to leave the boys with a little something because she was like, Ivan. <laughs> yep, she does. She, you're right. I actually didn't yep. know that because she kind of did that with a few of them. It, uh, yeah, no, so yeah, it ended up like happy and it ended, yeah, she gave him a little tease at the end. <laughs> people are like, I don't want to leave you. I don't, oh, sorry, we have to go. She's always like, Goodbye, boys. Yes, better. See you soon. Um, yeah, so that, so the first three hometowns went great. Um, you know, I was like, all of them went super smooth. And then we, we get to Ben's hometown, which wasn't exactly not smooth. Um, but this is definitely the most, you know, quote unquote, dramatic hometown, um, of all four. Uh, but it started out great. Like I thought, I thought the, the day portion of the date, um, it went, it went smooth and it went just like everybody else, but there was a lot of 
undertones in a date where in the ITMs, she was like, you know, I really need Ben to open up to me. And like, he's kind of a curiosity to me and all these things. And it was definitely leading up to the end of the date. But it seems like Ben has a hard time kind of expressing his emotions a little bit. A very hard time. And yeah, it's, uh, I think his sister used guarded as the word, but then his sister also contradicted it with heart on his sleeve. She said yeah. he's very hard on his sleeve and he's very guarded. <laughs> That's so true. I guess I didn't <laughs> catch that. <laughs> I should know which one it is, sis. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, but I get kind of what you're saying too, because, but he's been so open about his eating disorder, you know, his, his mental health, you know, issues he's had in the past. But then he just can't open up and say, I love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of interesting to see what but he can a, open uh, up with and not open up. I wouldn't say, con- like, uh, opening up about something factual that happened is necessary when your heart on your sleeve that's telling someone logistically here's what went down i i felt this way at the time i know that that is very vulnerable and i Mm -hmm. condone him so much and i think that it's beautiful to see that people are able to have these conversations especially now however i don't think i agree with that being heart on your sleeve because i don't think he attached his emotions to it per se Oh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. He like, didn't, he like didn't really... Part of your sleeve is like when you're like laying it out there emotionally mm-hmm. and you're like, I... And naturally and open. I, naturally open. Like, I don't care if I break down. Like, you know what? Like, here's how I feel. I feel butterflies when I'm around you. I feel this, like te- almost describing how it is. But also, who might I say what the definition of part on your sleeve is? Maybe I have to look and that. And Tasha and Tasha did say that, like, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but when she sent him home... She sat there on the bench and she's like, I continuously have to feel like I'm pulling it out of him. That's Yeah. Well, and you know what just reminded me of, because as you guys were saying this, do you remember at the beginning when he was in the room with all four guys and Chris Harrison, he literally was like, I can't cry. I don't know how to. Yeah. He's like, I don't know how to cry. Like, it's just, I I don't know how to feel that emotion. That also might be from like his army ranger past. Like that's, that's pretty heavy, legit stuff that he has dealt with. Mm -hmm. Like that's real shit like and so he's probably seen some things and it, it's probably really hard for him to um compartmentalize like certain things absolutely yeah. they literally don't want you to show emotion in the army you yeah. know what i mean like they literally like beat it out of you almost like mm-hmm. they don't want you to have any weaknesses so i'm sure that plays a huge part into why he can't I, you know really I show his wonder, i wish i knew the intel i almost wonder if he was like that before the army maybe he thought he was meant to be in the army possibly for that reason or or if it, he kind of came out of the army like that it would be very interesting to know for me just because i'm very into everything that has to do with psychology but yeah yeah it's just uh yeah that was interesting that i i can't i don't know what it, i don't know how to cry and mm-hmm. i'm like oh oh gosh it's not about making yourself you don't have to it's like dude, i don't know it happens. feel it like i feel like you just gotta yeah. feel it it's just of, natural yeah, it's just- i feel like he might fight it because i felt like there were times in this episode where he was like like holding his breath i'm like you know that feeling you're feeling in your tummy and in your chest now that's That's crying (laughs) (laughs) that's so true and i thought that the end of this hometown was super awkward because they just like sat there on the bench and you could tell that it was she wanted him to say it like she needed it she needed it and she Mm. wanted him to say it and he almost did he almost was like i love you but then he he like reeled it in you know and then it was like this awkward where he's like so like, do I just say bye now? And she was like, I guess, you know, she was like, I guess, you know, and you could tell she was a little frustrated at the end there. Yeah. He was like, so, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. 
So you want her to talk? Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're both kind of stubborn a little bit. They're like, but like you say it. No, you say yeah. it. No, you say it. You know? Like, okay, as a as a woman who has action, we all know. As long as it's dealt with the a relationship where you literally cannot pull something out of someone mm-hmm. and they they claim to feel one way and might actually feel that way, but you aren't they're so guarded and closed off that you're not you're you have she's she worded it so right she said something like it makes you wonder if something's wrong or if they're hiding something that was me in my like last relationship I literally in paradise like Chris was always so guarded and I remember you telling me this on the beach like I would tell people this I was like Mm -hmm. the reason I'm literally feeling like I'm going mad here is because I hear one thing, but I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling like this closed offness. I feel like there's something missing or hiding or wrong. And that was like in my gut, but I also like knew he cared. And I think that totally different humans and totally different situation. But like, I felt a similar vibe to the point where it's like, Ben is definitely not Chris, but to the point where Ben was just like, he's not letting her feel like he's Mm -hmm. not letting it out there. So it makes, it can make someone insecure about the situation. We had, we did a podcast um, with Kendall a while back and she said something to the effect of, it just kind of popped in my head. She said something to the effect of you're not crazy. Like certain relationships can pull the crazy out of you. And I think this is a good example where I think Ben could possibly make a girl crazy just because he wouldn't, he would say one thing, you know, but then like you said, he wouldn't, he wouldn't act a certain way yeah. and he wouldn't. Yeah. And it wouldn't, she'd be like, Oh, is he into me? And then she would kind of act crazy. You know, I think, I think that's an example me. of that. Like he's into me. Oh, God. I mean, I can't believe how many times I said that. Yeah. <laughs> right. You didn't have to say that. Mm-hmm. And, and Tasha really is doing, does well. Like, also holding holding it together and also she doesn't need to hold it together for one person because there's literally three she can literally be like goodbye there's three other people that are Mm -hmm. very clear i'm like showing me just saying Mm -hmm. this it's really like the little things he doesn't need to confess his love for all the time some of them haven't even said i love you Mm -hmm. i mean there's only one person that said it Mm -hmm. yeah it's just in the little ways you reassure Mm -hmm. people of how you feel it's just those sweet little nothings, like yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and instead, instead of the literal nothings. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, little, little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we go to the rose ceremony, um, and I, I don't think it's. Had I not watched this episode, I think I would be surprised that she sent Ben home. But after watching the episode, I wasn't. Um, and then again, she kind of. Go ahead. Sorry. Can I rewind it? Yeah. Antonia convincing Ben that he was in love. Oh yeah, that oh. was a big moment. And also, do you you know she she was a reality or like not reality, yeah. but she was on Top Chef. Which she's, I would consider reality. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. she won Top Chef. Well, yeah, she, she? I think she did, yeah. yeah. She she's a big deal. She was definitely like a finalist, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. So she'd been on TV before. But it, I think it said a lot about their relationship when she was able to literally like pull it out. Like yeah. she knew Ben so well, she was like, "No, you do love her." You know, she was yeah. like, no, I'm not. This isn't a question like you do. And he was like, oh, my God, I do. You know, that was kind of a cool. And moment. That says something to me about Ben, though. And his um, like. I I think he's a great guy and I'm not trying to hate on Ben, but like his ability to um, connect with that emotion and give it like feel it out and really think like, what is this feeling? Because he was like, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm so happy. And it, I am also this. It's like 
I have butterflies. Oh, I might be in love. She's like, you're in love. And, but he was right when he said, when you say it, you can't unsay it. Mm. And I feel like I don't, I know that Ben has been closed off, but rightfully so he probably, if he were the right person, he might, he may have felt it mm-hmm. like he may really not have been the right person and his gut may have been correct the whole time. And maybe we're thinking he's closed off, but maybe he really just knew like, or could see a different connection with other men to where it's like, if I tell her I love her, I cannot take that back. And she is not like, this is not for sure thing. And I don't even know if that's the feeling. So he's kind of right in his own way to not lay it out. Maybe. That's a, uh, that's a good point. Like that's why I like doing these these pods because I hadn't really thought of yeah. it like that. Like if you look at it from a different angle, maybe he was right. Maybe in his gut he was like, I don't know if I do, and maybe he didn't. Maybe we. Like how people would say like on your season, people would say like, oh, we all saw that Blake had a connection. Well, we were seeing what they wanted us to see. So what are the boys seeing within each other? If he's seeing that she has a clear connection with maybe a Brendan, then he might be like, maybe a little like, oh, I don't. I'm not seeing all her eyes on me and like us together. And I'm not feeling that connection. He might just not have honestly been feeling like the need to say it at the moment. Cause it might not have been necessary. Have been, yeah, yeah. So good point. Great point. Yeah. So yeah, maybe all along Ben's right. And we're wrong. You know, you know, maybe, maybe he can't open up. It just wasn't the right person to open up to. I want um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so basically they go to the rose ceremony and, um, she sends Ben home. But then again, there at the end, um, she's like, you know, can I walk you out like they usually do? And they sat there on the bench. And to me, looking at it, I was like, you know, they're saying all the right things. And he's saying all the right things. She she kind of said what she felt. I think she needed to say, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I just wish she would have been a little more honest and been like, had you said you're in love, with, like had you opened up and said you were really felt for me. Like you would still be here, but it seemed like she kind of was like, you're a great guy, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and then he was just, he just looked visibly shook. Like he was just shocked, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like guys that, well, maybe they don't need to hear it, but I feel like she, what she said to his, I think she said it to his sister. She should have said to him, like, listen, you are guarded but like, and I felt this connection with you, but someone that is guarded, it might not have, and this is not putting anything on Ben. Someone that is guarded makes her feel like she's like, like something's wrong. Like it makes her feel a certain way. So it, she, she can put it on herself while saying like, you might not be doing anything wrong, but the way that you are acting towards me makes me feel insecure about this relationship. And I can't live in an insecure relationship. Like it doesn't, it's not even about confessing. It's like, he's just guarded mm-hmm. and you can't keep going on guarded. Like guarded is good. Like week one, week two. Yeah, week three. exactly. It's okay to be guarded. Then you're in hometowns. You just met your family. You can't still be guarded. Yeah. Yeah. When, which, which one was the one that had only brought two women home because she said I she was worried about that. that but I, actually, I thought that was a compliment. <laughs> yeah. True. Right. She did kind of seem to be nervous all of a sudden. I was like, oh. was like, that worries me that she, he's only brought two women home because family is important. I'm like, I feel like bringing only two women home could also mean family so important that you were very picky. You just bring randos. Yeah. You <laughs> randos home, you know? Yeah. You next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So and then Ben got in the, in the limo and I felt like he said things in the limo that he should have said to Tasha, you know? Um, yeah, that's true. It always happens. And that limo ride, usually they'll drive around for an hour and oh, tell I was you. Around for a long time. I said, we've passed this building 11 times. Yeah. <laughs> they, they wait until uh, your 
you're fucking rethinking your whole life, you know, <laughs> in that limo, you know. <laughs> so that's very true. He probably kind of was in there for a while. He never showed my limo exit. I was the coldest. <laughs> I really? Why? <laughs> you know, I. Oh my god, I was so hard to work with. I shouldn't have been so hard, but I was like, I'm not talking. <laughs> they're like keep driving you know keep driving um oh the, the audio guy was asleep next to me we should really go <laughs> oh, that's great that's a pretty funny story uh, but yeah ben just looked he kind of was like staring into the camera like what just happened he's like i should have told her i loved her you know i care about um yeah so it was hard um but again he didn't cry like he said he just he literally can't cry and you could tell like he was hurt very hurt um but he just couldn't cry you know okay maybe yeah. he just, maybe he just will cry later yeah well i thought it was an interesting line when he said um you know i'll be all right i'm always all right you know it was like he he didn't want her to feel bad which i think is a is a respectful thing you know he was like don't worry about it like i'll be okay kind of thing you know so. yeah no pity party I like Ben. Yeah, it wasn't a pity party. It wasn't like, why the fuck did you, you know, why are you dubbing me? What have I done? Who am I? Yeah. So it was pretty cool um, on his part. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so we got fantasy suites. Oh, ben, I hope Ben, like, because Ben may never be a person that, and I would hate to push vulnerability on someone. He may never be a person that is super like unguarded. I hope that he finds someone that is patient and understanding mm -hmm. i mean not that patricia isn't but someone that's patient understanding and so confident within what it is that they have maybe intellectually or whatever it is that he doesn't feel that pressure and that uncomfortable because he, he did mention a couple of times how uncomfortable he felt yeah because i think that although this is a good push for him it could be just crossing the line a little bit for him like maybe mm -hmm. it's just not in his zone he's like mm -hmm. wants to stay in this lane not going yeah. this way. And uh, this is a good segue into the preview because if you didn't notice, we were talking. I was talking to Eric earlier. He didn't really notice. Yeah, but did you notice did you see that Ben came back in the preview? I didn't. Yeah, Ben comes back I'm next. Here, I missed it. <laughs> yeah. So I was. It was only like literally. You could tell for like thirty seconds. He was dressed differently. It looked like they were in some kind of hotel room, and he was like, "I love you, Tasha." So no. it looks like he comes back next week. We'll see. That could have been. I don't know. Could have been from. Like, I don't know. Who, who knows when that could have been from? But it looks like he comes back next week. Um, and it looks like it's very serious for all the guys. Obviously, it's fantasy suites overnights, super intense. Looks like some of the guys get in their heads a little bit about uh, she could be <laughs> with somebody else, which is a super weird. It's a super weird week for uh, fantasy suites, is very awkward. Um, but it looks like it's gonna be an interesting um, episode because it looks like Ben comes back and we'll see if uh, see if she takes him back. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I know. That has me shook. I know. But we have the let's just say we don't know what happens with Ben. Let's just say we have the final three right now, Ivan. Brendan, Zach, right now, Katie, who is your number one? No, actually, let's just do F2. Who is your F2 right now for Tasha? F2. F2. Who do you think your top two are? Oh, gosh. You got like a 66% chance here. So, <laughs> Brendan is, it's number one for me, Brendan. Okay. And then, gosh. Oh. Ivan, she's taking Zach so seriously. I think it. I think it'll be Zach. I part of me wants it to be Ivan so bad, but I I feel that it'll be Zach. Okay, I think I think Zach and Ivan are going to be the top two. I think I think yeah. she sends Brendan home next week, um, really? but I think I very much agree with Zach. Like, I think Zach is there. Together. Like that's how I'm just seeing it. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, Brendan are together, and then. Mm -hmm dating these other guys 
it's up in the air though. I feel like this is one of the first seasons I've watched since I was on it that I'm like, God, she could end up with happy with any of these guys, yeah. you know? Yeah, I honestly think that that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, Zach. Zach's been my pick since early on. Yeah. Like so you I'm, I'm going to stick with that one. Yeah. And I think oh, it'll be Brendan. Like so I think Brendan. We, all, we all actually all have Look at two, that. All different, three yeah, all different, different final twos. Yeah. We'll see. Whoa. You know what? And usually like the top four, th- this has been such a good top four because it is really neck and neck. Like I say Brendan, but like at the same time, it literally could be anyone. Agreed. Let's be honest. Usually top four, you know, you know, there's a person in there. You're like, Nah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think right now it's Ivan is that sleeper, like he's for... the burner. Yeah, the sleeper. agreed. It's gonna be interesting. She's gonna fall. I think she's already fallen for all of these guys. You know, she has no problem like having. She even said, I think in the preview, she was like, "I'm fall. I'm, I'm in love with multiple people." Ivan's been like a thief in the night with these roses. Oh, he's good. He's good. He's coming out of nowhere. He was like Jason on my season. Jason came out of nowhere. Yeah. We were all like, he'll be home. He won't make it to hometown. <laughs> Greasy New York guy, finance guy. Look at him now. Uh, so we'll see. Big big week next week. Monday, Tuesday. Finale. Um, I'm excited. I'm actually excited to really watch it. Yeah, it's already the finale. So, all right, Katie, we also have some questions for you from some of our favorite listeners out there. And you know yeah. what? I just like this first question here. Are you happy, Katie? I am. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for caring. Yeah. I, I am happy. Of course I have my days. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cried the other day for sure. About well, something. quarantine will do that to you too. <laughs> yeah. No oh. doubt. Um, yeah. When, you know, I'm happy. I think yeah. Good. Happy. Good. I, I'm glad you're happy. God, I feel um, like one year ago from now, I was so, so dark. I was yeah, in the you were. place. You were struggling a little bit, which of I, course you are. I'm out of an engagement. Oh my God, exactly. I'm struggling. Like, mm-hmm. I, if we're going to ask me, ha- I am happy. Because <laughs> Compared to this time <laughs> last year. Whew, I think this time last year, and I was a, a mess and a half. And mm-hmm. you know what? If anyone else feels like a mess and a half after a breakup or something traumatic, you will get through it. People are here for you. Lean on your friends and your family and just know that there will be a better day and it takes time, even if it's a lot of it. <laughs> Amen. Exactly. Amen. Much time, but I'm happy. For all you listeners out there, yeah. Keep your head up because yeah, it's not it won't happen overnight, but it'll happen slowly but surely. You'll start to feel better. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember you a year ago. Yeah, you were you were hurting, which I of course you were. You broke an engagement, you were in love, you know. So Sorry. I was on my couch. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. Um, Lee, Blake, thank you. You were there for me. Yeah, yeah, I tried to be. I tried to be. Well, you were there for me a lot, you know? So you were always, you were always easy to talk to through all that for what I went through. Really easing up like my anxiety about the whole thing. Yeah. Probably around my birthday in March. Like I was so like, yeah. Winter does something to you. Daylight savings does something to you. It was a combo. (laughs) Like it was dark out here. It was like just got out of engagement. Sun's never up anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is my life? The holidays were here. It was just a concert. I was like, weirdness. I was like, yep. this is not fun. Yeah. But yeah. well, good. I'm glad you're happy, Katie. And um, another question here because maybe this has something to do with your happiness. But it seems like you were in London for a, a hot minute there for a bit recently. Uh, what was that about? So <laughs> let me clear it up and say, London. Like I, I am happy, but I chose i got i feel like i got so happy by myself i have mm-hmm. to make that clear so that 
because no person's going to make me happy. I like that. But like with, with like life, but yes, I'm so happy with everything that's going on in London because good. I'm a smitten kitten. Oh, that's so cool. Just look at your cute little <laughs> smile. That's so cool to see and so cool to hear, Katie. I'm so happy for you because, yeah, you've been through a lot. You've been through the ringer. Um, so it's good. To, it's good to hear that somebody's making you smile like that. So, so much. I yeah. can't believe it. Like, <laughs> good. <laughs> good. New Bay alert. Yeah. New Bay alert. Uh, we won't get into it or anything. So we don't want to keep that private. It's always nice. <laughs> Literally all of the questions are about that. Like, what are the questions? What are they? I'll choose to answer. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just spill the tea on the Englishman. Like, I have <laughs> Literally. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was good. I didn't even get to play on words there. <laughs> you know what's the, here's the, I realized that I have, First of all, I must have like manifested this, whatever, like even if, you know, mm -hmm. who's to say this is the end all be all, but I had to have manifested myself dating an English man since I was a young girl, because all of my favorite romance movies, I didn't know, have an English man as the main <laughs> character. And I, I had no idea, like Love Actually, Serendipity is, she's an English woman, but like Serendipity, like there's. That's all like you Grant, right? Oh, the holiday. Yeah. The yeah. Holiday, yeah. That's true. Is it just all you? <laughs> <laughs> so you're just in love with you Grant, Katie. <laughs> Me before you, Sam Claflin. I love Sam Claflin. Me before you and Love Rosie. Okay. So there's more than just you Grant, but <laughs> to save the day. But um, yeah. And then Spice Girls, of course. I've obviously just had to think about the English. You had to think for no British. Idea. For the Brits. <laughs> that's cool though. That's cool. You manifested uh, since you were a child. <laughs> and, and, you know, I used to talk in what I thought was a British accent. And when I got over it, <laughs> turns out I used to randomly do it like all the time. Yeah. And then when I got over there, I was like, don't do it, Katie. Please. I think you did it in paradise a couple of times. I think I, I remember I, being yeah, like, yeah. I do it all the time. Like I literally do it so much. And when I got over there, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Hello. Accent and I, I would do it, and they were like, "Your accent's so posh." Like, I guess I was trying to talk like the queen. <laughs> <laughs> the po so posh. Hello, you say? Like, There's something about that accent. I'll tell you what, it, it does something to me too. There's something about that accent. Yeah, any accent to be honest. So hot. <laughs> <laughs> until it came around. Well, yeah. Well, good. I'm so happy yeah. for you. And the, the other questions here are, would you go back to paradise? But honestly, I hope not. I hope that this is this is the end all be all for you. And even if you were, would you even consider going back to paradise if you were single? No. No. Yeah. I don't blame you. I wouldn't because it took so much work to get back to this point. I got right, you just said a year almost. Come on. Like I just yeah. got I granted I would I would be a totally different person if I went back, but I'm also I think ultimately I'm just a control freak and I really just don't like for people to try and control my entire environment. And that's essentially what the entire show is. And I wasn't a good participant in that. And I, I, I wouldn't go back. Yeah. Most I, I mean, never say never, but, and I but should never, never. probably never. Yeah. Well, good. We I also, mean, we also have a couple of low key questions. Yeah. Um, and this is one I'm curious about because you do have the most gorgeous eyes, like in the franchise history, if not <laughs> just forever, like all time. Wow. What color are your eyes? 
they are, I think, hazel. Hazel. Yeah. No, I remember when you walked down those stairs in Paradise, there was like, who's that Katie girl? Damn. Like, I remember being <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. My eyes, they're hazel. People ask that. Um, I think so. What it is, this is, sounds so lame, but I actually learned about it in a science class once because a kid pointed it out to me. But um, I have green eyes, but I have what is called a central heterochromia, hmm. which hmm. is a ring of gold around my pupil. And so I learned about it. It's hereditary. My grandma had one, uh, two different color eyes, like one blue, one green. And that's called a complete heterochromia. I know this is super sciencey, mm. but if you have like two different color eyes, you can pass that down or you can pass down um, a sectoral, which is like a strip of your um, eye, different color or a central, which is a ring of different color. In your so eye. you got the best one by far. Like That's by far a gold ring around your pupils. Shut the hell up. Like, that's fucking awesome. Some that sci-fi was, shit. That was all a super soft flex, right? There. <laughs> like oh, I have the best eyes in the world. Guys. Well, because at one point I was like, what are they? And then it was there. it's like, it's almost like that's probably the highest thought that someone could have, just staring like yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> no, you do. That's no, cool. they're just pretty much hazel. Know. <laughs> that was a very fancy way of saying hazel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Uh, do you got another one over there, Eric, or is that it? That's it. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on, Katie. It was so damn good to see you. Um, I loved your your takes on everything. I love seeing yeah. it from a different angle. Yeah. Different perspectives are great. Yeah. So I cool. definitely I'm always, you know, thinking yeah. things. Wait, Blake, are you dating anyone? <laughs> Whoa! This is my podcast, okay, not yours. Color eyes. <laughs> Are you happy, Blake? Tell me. I am happy, but I am single. But I am happy, so we'll put okay. that out there. Yeah. Are you on dating apps? Recently, so, like, I on a dating app. All of a sudden, it's. <laughs> oh, what are you? Are you leading my podcast? Trying to steal my podcast right now, Katie? <laughs> no, I'm just you know. I jack it. <laughs> I, I'm hijacking it right quick. <laughs> the Blake. No, yeah. I am. I am happy. Like you said, like it's taken some time um from you know from paradise uh but i am happy where i'm at and who i am and yeah i'm just happy again it's easy to be happy like you like you said it take you kind of want to do it alone you want to like heal on yourself by yourself you don't want to lean on anybody and i've done that so it's 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 refreshing feel good again so good yeah. <laughs> have you Absolutely. done any, have you done any um social distance dates <laughs> <laughs> Pull out all the clickbait. I was like, pull out all the clickbait. No, I have. Let's go. I have. I've gone on some dates here and there. You know, I was kind of seeing somebody for a bit, but it didn't work out, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's 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 been a all in all 2020. You know, as hard as it's been, healthy, happy. So I can't complain. I was still able to make a, an income. You know, so can't complain. Yes, can't complain. We are yeah. absolutely blessed. Yeah. So Yay. awesome. Well, thanks again, Katie. It was so good to see you. So good to talk to you. Um, we'll have to catch up again soon. Yeah. yeah, we will. You can get more behind the scenes. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say I want to. I want to hear all behind the scenes. All righty. Well, thanks again, Katie. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time behind the rose.